0: Welcome to my podcast where the truth is upheld and my life journeys are unveiled. I just want to talk about mind frame shift. It has not been an easy road. For me in the bounds of marriage to shift out of the mindset of fight or flight into a mindset of surrender. Fight don't mean surrender, flight don't equate to surrender. Surrender is the neutral. I'm not saying you don't fight and surrender, I'm saying operating out of incompletion, fight or flight. I've never been a tuck your head in the sand person. I've honestly tried. I've tried to do that. <laughs> I've literally tried to not respond, to not retaliate, to not address. And I can't, I, I cannot it's not how I'm wired and it goes the, against the grain of my temperate temperament and my God given calling to speak in boldness but it has to be done in love. Fight or flight Marriage has taught me that I know nothing. And I should say, I knew nothing about surrender. Fight doesn't always have to be verbal or audible. Silent treatment is fight as well. And I'm not saying that being silent is never warranted. I'm actually operating out of a form of silent treatment right now. But it's not to my own understanding. It's not out of my own unction. I've done, I'm have done. done all that I can do. So I have no choice now but to stand still. I have no choice now but to be quiet and allow the Lord to fight my battles. But there was once a time where I would use the silence as a weapon. I would use the silence as a weapon to not be broken. Defense mechanism. <sighs> You're not going to break me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to step back and completely annihilate you out of my whole sphere of life and if one would try to come back it would be on my terms then I would have the control that's what silent treatment is all about I felt the need to bring attention um, to this behavior because from a secular sense in the world of narcissism Silent treatment is used as a weapon against your partner or against the victim, against the person that the narcissist is trying to control. But first, they're devaluing that person. They're making that person feel that they're, they're, they're aiming to make that person feel that they're less than. But the thing about me is that being raised in such a dynamic A home dynamic, a family dynamic, a cultural dynamic that aligns very closely to traits of narcissism and the personality disorder as a whole, speaking of undiagnosed persons. I know that I have obtained a lot of those characteristics myself. So through years of therapy, trying to unravel and understand my temperament and the person that I've become, the way that I process life, the way that I respond or not, I've been assured until now that because I was aware, I don't align with diagnosis that would be similar to narcissism. Oh, to the contrary. I'm saying this to you. I'm saying this to you, listener. Because though I am a fan of science, I really am. I'm a fan of psychology. I'm a fan of psychiatry. I'm a fan of these forms of human understanding that seem to try to understand honestly what it is is the reckoning of one's soul because out of the heart the mouth speaks that's at the soul level yes your heart is an organ but your soul your living being is dependent on that heart to tick so that you don't die so what I found is that in the realm of psychology in this whole realm of science it literally is An effort to understand human beings from a soul level. What I've taken away from science, psychology and psychiatry, is that behaviors can be defined. But their origins cannot necessarily be constituted with science. You have to get to that Esoteric spiritual level of origin to understand the where, the where, when, why, and hows. One would have to understand the sin of Adam and Eve to be, begin to comprehend the murder of Abel by Cain. The root is not just Cain's heart the root is not just Cain's envy the root was I'm sorry not just Cain's envy towards his sibling there was a heart issue that goes way deeper than that and it's rooted in sin and the manifestations of sin vary it's a spectrum there is a there are a multitude of Of reactive behaviors to this thing that we call sin. And only God knows what your propensities are. Because there were so many gaps in tutelage for me growing up. And as they say, take the good and leave the bad. Because there were so many, so much bad example of marriage and relationships that I bore witness to with my eyes as a young child. I believe that I adopted the silent treatment as a way of survival. Not even understanding the control behind it, the psychopathy behind it. It was a way of survival. And this is the compassion that I could give to someone who has been diagnosed or who exhibits a lot of these narcissistic type behaviors. They're learned behaviors. But beyond that, beyond the behavior, there's a root to the cause and it's sin. And it's the sin of someone who came long before that person who developed, who um, acclimated to seeing behavior this is really important it's really important for the human experience this is really important for relationships because we will find ourselves guilty of pointing the blame at a person like they can really change something about their behavior when it goes when when the root of it is down to the marrow They need help. How can you hold accountable a sick person for their cure when they're sick? That's where faith comes in. And what I find so awesome about the God that I serve, the Lord God Almighty, El Elyon, is that God will often... Use human means by way of a preacher, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, a street preacher, a counselor, a teacher. Or an average Joe Blow walking down the street who he's laid a a word in their heart to share with you. But he will use other human beings to speak into our lives, to give us those opportunities in the human realm to have those aha moments. But it's all, it's all authorized and and inspired by the Lord God. Let's never forget that. So I'm able to live in a place of surrender. I'm able to favor, I should say. Surrender, because I still have moments of fight and I still have thoughts of flight for sure. But I'm able to favor that neutral plane of surrender in this season because the Lord God not only touched my heart and revealed to me the sin nature in the behavior but knowing how I'm wired how God wired my brain, wired my being, the way that I learn. I am very kinesthetic. I am very t- uh, tactile, I mean. Hey yeah, I'm kinesthetic too. I'm definitely a whole body learner. But I'm very tactile. I need to touch. I need to have an experience with learning. One of my, Both of my children actually are the same way. So it could be frustrating at times when you just want them to hear... Hello, Here. But they need to see. They need to touch. They may need to taste. They need to experience what you're saying. I'm that way as well. God give me the grace with them Lord God. So God. By way of his grace. And his kindness. And favor towards me. Over the years. Has given me opportunities to. Be spoken to someone to speak to my understanding, who has have had letters behind their names, who have spoken from a pulpit, a counselor in a program, a layperson walking down the street, to help me to understand, uh, and I, I will be remiss if I didn't mention the content creator on social media, whatever the platform is. Definitely, definitely through COVID when other means of tangible services were not available. But God has used a multitude of means to bring me to a place where I can favor, surrender. Now I know. We're not held accountable for what we don't know. It's when we know. So my prayer at this juncture is that... I won't want to go back to a life of using silent treatment as a weapon, as a vengeance, as a a means or a mode of operation for me to have to prove a point. Literally now. Literally now, I am sitting in that verse in Exodus. I believe it's Exodus 14:12. Be quiet. And the Lord shall fight your battles. You just have yet to be still. Be still. So that's what I'm doing. So in this season, as God is bringing so much transition and change into my life, I will remain still until God tells me to go, until God tells me to speak, until God tells me to do. But on this side of grace, I am aiming not to operate out of vengeance. Notice I said aiming, notice I said aiming. It's very important as you grow in Christ, not to, I believe the term is obsolete, not to make things so um, hard-walled and rigid, In your growth, that you don't leave yourself room for human error because you are human. And on the best days, as Paul has said, we do what we don't want to do. And we don't do what we know we're supposed to. Give yourself some grace there. But it's my effort and it's my aim to sit still and be quiet. Out of reverence to the Lord, knowing that I've done all I can do. Knowing that I've exercised out of Matthew 18 with those who I needed to exercise Matthew 18 with, and if there's been no response, there is literally nothing else that I can say. Be encouraged. Be encouraged that there is at least another person out here in this podcast sphere, in this human life experience sphere, in this digital digital creator sphere, who is a real deal holy feel, kind of regular joe blow that is learning life and experiencing life and applying as they go is never about perfection anyone who is providing perfection I, I i actually caution that you err on the side of caution err on the side of caution it might be that they're more about themselves than what they're actually but but, but then what the cause is actually for Stay humble. Allow God to work. Allow God to use you. And like me, if you vacillated from fight or flight with no long suffering, the suffering is a long suffering. That's one of the fruits of the Spirit. If you were not capable of doing that, and now you even have a desire in your heart to, that's the Lord God. Tap in. Hold on to God's unchanging hands. It's going to be a ride. But how will you attain a new skill, a new gift, if you don't try something new, if you don't trust God? Even with our palate, with our food, I believe it takes something like 60 to 90 days of you eating something that you may think that you don't like for you to acquire a taste for it. Give it time. It may be bitter. You may have times where you want to give up. But trust God, because I'm telling you, I'm no Saul, but when I tell you, that I've I've always been hell-bent on being respected and having the control over my life when it comes to respect and for me to live and operate in this season the way that I am in in a place of surrender and peace and competency. It's nothing but God. Let God do what ultimately God is going to do and watch how he changes you into a person That is unrecognizable, but the best version of who God created you to be. Peace and blessings. Until next time, live life, love one another, and learn through all of life's journeys. Peace.